may be one of the reasons so many people in the church aren't making disciples of all nations is because they're not really disciples in the first place. You think about Jesus and his disciples from the very beginning to the very end. Making disciples is in the DNA of this thing, right? To be a disciple involves making disciples. Follow me, Matthew 4, and I will, what? I'll make you fishers of men. Never make a gospel appeal to people's emotions. Never. Never. That's why we don't have some kind of an emotional appeal here and play all kinds of small team music in the background. And it amazes me that we believe this, that God would crush and kill His own Son, but let you slide. Not for a minute. At this moment, God commands all men to repent and believe that today is the day of salvation, that you are to flee from the wrath to come, to flee from the law of Moses that condemns you into the city of refuge who is Jesus Christ our Lord. Run to Him. Oh yeah, we are here live right now. G220 Radio 5, that's 10, 500, well that's even 5, zero, zero, 100 episodes of G220 Radio. Um, it's an exciting celebration, the 500 celebration, episode number 500. I don't know how many more 500s I could put in this thing, but I'm excited because we are at 500 episodes and uh, we are at the 501, one, one. 501 anniversary of the Reformation? Is it 501 or is it 502, 503? I don't even oh, know. No, it's like four, 500. Five, 504. Don't say 14. Four, four. Four. Either way, we're at 500 episodes of G220 Radio. We're going to surpass the 500th uh, you know, anniversary in 504. You know, Next time, we'll be 600 before there's even at the 600 uh, celebration of the Reformation. We are here. 500 episodes, G220 Radio. Everybody's having a good time. We're going to have a good time here tonight because we're going to talk about things that, yeah, we're going to let it all hang out. It's just going to all come out in the open, and I'm dropping bombshells tonight. No, I'm just playing. Uh, we got the Patriarchy Podcast. I found it very interesting. Patriarchy Podcast has been silent for so long. G220 Radio is going to go ahead and have their 500 celebration and Patriarchy Podcast decides they're going to come back and make their entrance and they're going to use G220's fame, celebrity, I don't know what you want to call it, the 500th episode, 500 episodes to promote that they're coming back. <laughs> so no, we're glad that they're here. We're glad that they're back and I figured I'd get on the trolling before they start trolling us in the uh, chat room there on YouTube. So <clears throat> I'm just waiting for the I'm just waiting for the 500 sandwiches to come my way. Oh, that'd be nice. 500 sandwiches. Yeah, you know, I, I was thinking about the sandwiches tonight when Tony had posted that they were going to troll us, and I'm thinking, when was the last time I had a sandwich? <laughs> I don't know. My wife makes me lots of good sandwiches, though. So when she does make those sandwiches, so it's so like a bad thing because you're not remembering. <clears throat> I don't. Need, I don't need <laughs> when sandwiches. when you had the last time you had a good sandwich. Last time you had a sandwich. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah, 
I guess it could be bad. I don't know. But no, I don't, I don't want to say because my wife's probably watching because I know she's the, probably the one watcher up there in the episodes that shows me one. It's probably my wife. But uh, no, G220 Radio, man. 500 episodes. Yeah, it's or Tony. I think I he's just trolling. I don't have a wife, so um, I don't know how to make a sandwich. And today I just ate like a bunch of sandwichless bologna. So hey, that's, that's, a sandwich, though. that's where I'm at. But you know what? Um, as you've seen here, Natty P is with us, the original. The unduplicated, <laughs> the only original Natty P. He's with us. <clears throat> He's yep. with us. And uh, uh, George Alvarado said he wanted to send his love. He was going to be with us, but he is unable to be with us here on the 500th episode. Um, but uh, yeah, they're trolling already. I'm telling you, those patriarchies, they are trolling. So let's try to keep focused, men. Focused here. But. Um, <clears throat> He said to send his love, and so he is uh, with us in spirit. Uh, and we are we are glad to be here. Five hundred episodes, G two twenty radio, so much history. I mean, when you think about five hundred episodes, I started to try to think <clears throat> how many years has that been. And as I went in the in the Podbean to go back and pull that old introduction it was kind of like retro it was kind of like history right there as you've seen the the introduction of this show where we used that old intro that had david platt in it, it had john MacArthur, vody bacham paul washer um, that was the original introduction that i put together many many years ago for g220 radio and it was with us for a very long time but as i was going back to grab that i seen the very first episode of g220 radio was March 3rd, 2014, or seven years ago. Seven years of G220 Radio. And I'm going to tell you, like, we're not the most popular podcast. I mean, we don't even have as many listeners as the Patriarchy Podcast over here. They have about two or three more than us. But um, the, the thing is that we've really been consistent and pushed through over five or at 500 episodes of g220 radio and and a lot of podcasts i've seen over the years they come and go they come and go and one of the things with g220 radio we've always been consistent with being live so we do our shows live we don't edit we don't cut out all the things that we go back and listen to later and like uh you know why did i say uh uh, 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 about a hundred times, you know, we, we don't do that. We just let it go live and it makes it easier for us to not have to go and do all the editing, but it's just been real conversations with real people, just as if we were on the streets engaging in a conversation, you can't always take things back or edit things out when you're in those conversations. And that's been G 220s platform for 500 episodes. You know, now I'm going to say there are there were some pre-recorded shows that we've done, uh, <clears throat> but, you know, that's when we weren't able to be there. But the, the 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 show's platform has been live shows all the way from the beginning. And so I'm just excited, man. I'm excited. 500 episodes. It's a big milestone uh, for me being here from the very beginning. Uh, so uh, and I would be well, I started it. So from the very beginning. But it just it's exciting. Uh, Mike. Go ahead, man. Share. I mean, you you came along a little later, but uh, you've yeah. been here plugging away was, as well. I was looking back in the annals of time, and I made my way um, on the show 
because they were going to test new platforms back in January 2018. So I've been almost four years, three and a half-ish years, just over three and a half years. On episode 276, what does it mean to be born again? Oh, wow. Yeah. Was the was the episode I first started on. Yeah, it's been a wild ride. Did my little uh, series through the... I still might have it up here. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses. What to know about God. Those are some issues. Those are some bonus ish- issues. So there's more than 500 episodes mm-hmm. done in in one sense. But yeah, it's been... Man, we've covered a lot of topics. And just in my time. And so, yeah, it's been a... It's been a wild ride. And now we're on, like, Facebook and YouTube. That was, you know, Revelation more recent. Tried Been trying to do it for a while. Couldn't quite do it. Now we have the platform to do it. So... Yeah. And that's one of the things I think a lot of people um, that have maybe been around from the beginning, like my wife, that they've seen, well, not exactly from the beginning, but they've they've been around, you know, to where they have seen us go from pod uh, or from uh, blog talk radio to where we are today. And we've gone through some some adjustments trying to figure we've tried to we've had to figure this stuff out all on our own. We mm-hmm. have had help when it came to Zoom on how to run Zoom. Uh, Andrew Rappaport was th- uh, gracious enough to come and talk to me and Mike to show us how to use Zoom. I think he was trying to get us to come join his his network, which he did ask and we declined. But mm-hmm. he, he, he did show us how to use Zoom. And so we was able to go from here. We're moving from blog talk from this platform that wasn't the greatest sound wise it wasn't the greatest platform but what it did do as i said in the beginning here that we've been doing these shows live and so what it allowed me to do not knowing how to put these shows together was to record that show have a guest on do all that stuff and then it would move it to itunes for me it would move it to those other platforms for me on blog talk and and i didn't have to go through and try to learn how to do all those things because I just didn't have the time. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to raise a family. I'm trying to uh, go and evangelize on the streets. I'm trying to serve in my church. I'm trying to work to provide for my family. So you just didn't have the time to be able to do all those things. Therefore, I mean, pl- Blog Talk was a good platform for that, but it wasn't the best quality. And people were trying to you know, uh, get us to come out of blog talk, telling us how bad it was. And we understood, but again, when you don't have the time to sit down and try to learn things, you know, that's kind of where you, where we were left with, but over time we did finally get to the point where we were able to move to this platform. And then we brought this guy along here, Natty P the original Natty P and I go back a couple years. We go back when, uh, he wanted to do some evangelism. And a mutual uh, person that we know kind of introduced us. He came out and we became friends and he started to come out and do evangelism. And then it's like, hey, come on the show with us and brought him on. And, and he's kind of just been tagging along ever since. Yeah, usually I usually find wagons that are running to hitch my, how does the saying go? I just jump on things that are already moving. I'm not good at starting by myself. So anyway, 
well, the first time I met Ricky, I thought he was super famous because he had a podcast, and then I got invited to be on the podcast, and then I then I, I could have either I was famous, which I knew wasn't true, and so I don't know <laughs> what the deduction is from that, but but uh, they let me hang out and uh, say things, think thoughts, and say things on their on the show, and so I pop in from time to time to to think thoughts and say things. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the one thing. And I, and I, I do, I do believe that with G220 radio, it's a platform, right? It's a, it's a way of getting your, your face out there. Not that our faces are wanting to be out there, but your face gets out there as you're teaching and talking about things theologically. So people then notice who you are but I think the one thing that we've always tried to do here is 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 try to is recognize that this we don't do this because we're looking for fame. If we wanted to have fame, if we wanted to have thousands upon thousands of viewers, and and I say this like we we do want to reach people, right? We we want to reach people. That that's that's why we 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 have the radio show is we want to reach people. But at the same time, if we wanted to to gain those followers like that, we could have joined a couple of those networks that asked us to join them and we declined because it wasn't for us about the popularity or the fame. It was we want to talk about the things we want to talk about theologically, cover topics we want to cover and, and, and help edify, encourage, be challenged by our guests and challenging one another. And so that's why we've been doing what we, we've been doing. Um, but I've seen it over the years. I've seen people get into podcasting and then they get big headed or they get uh, the fame kind of goes to them, the celebrity status. And and we, we, we're not we're, we're just regular guys here. There's nothing special or famous about any of us. And we know that uh, um, unless you want me to sign a copy of your um uh, what was American that DVD gospel? I was in? Yeah, American Gospel. <laughs> <laughs> Parts one and two. And yeah. Part part three forthcoming. The uh, the story of Ricky Gans. The epic continues. <laughs> no, I doubt they'll put me in part three. I uh, I, ha- I do have a thousand Facebook friends, so I do have some fame. But the problem is that the majority of them are people I indiscriminately added who are heretics that are mutual friends with Ricky. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't the, say what George used around to, him. I, I won't say what George used to say to me about the Facebook friends that I have on my, my platform. Cause we'll keep it family friendly here, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's one of the things I, I think now you got to be very careful. And I, and I understand people are maybe tuning in and wondering like, what are we doing here on this episode? We're celebrating 500. That's what we're doing. So we're kind of just chopping it up, talking about, uh, you know, the the history of the show. We are going to talk about Galatians 2.20 uh, because some reason people can't seem to say G, G220, right? G220, G220. Um, Gantz like 220. Gantz220. They, they don't seem to understand what it, what it stands for. And, Gantz 220 is from your wrestling career. Yeah. Yeah, which is non-existent, but the <laughs> the the G is for Galatians two twenty, and we're going to talk about Galatians two twenty. So we are going to talk about something here of substance, 
so if you want to stick around for that, that'd be great. Um, but if you don't and you just don't want to hear us going back and forth and having a good time, then, then you know, we get it. But this is 500 episodes. We're happy to be here. Man, there's so much, no, so much in here. Something of substance. The first episode of G220 I listened to was before I met you. And it was episode, it was during the Keith Giles era. Keith Giles era. It was uh, episode 300. And it, it was, uh, George was debating with this guy. And he, he unfolded the mystery of where the the word arsenicoite came from. Uh, you know, finding its roots in the, in the Septuagint. And I don't know, that blew me away. And so... I was definitely hooked, and and I, that's something I still use. And people come up to me with that same uh, same uh, worn out argument. Oh, did you know that the word homosexual was invented in 1960? And I'm and now I know because of G220 Radio, and that's the kind of kind of content that uh, has been put out. And it's like serious looks at serious things and and uh, yeah. good answers. So. That's yeah, it's very substance. it's very interesting. That episode brought you to G220 Radio, the first one, and seeing you know this podcast we had. But it was also the episode that had people leave because they were like, I don't like this back and forth stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that would be. I'm still like. here. I do. Yeah. Oh. No, but it is. That was one of the things that we saw in the show, because what we want to do here on the radio program with G220 is we want to be able to have conversations with people. And sometimes with Keith Giles, it was very frustrating. It was a frustrating yeah. show because, you know, like my friend Larry uh, and, and you guys know Larry, Mike, you know him through the chat. He comes in and, and talks to us here. Uh, you probably maybe seen some pictures as well up on Facebook or maybe he's interacted. Yeah. And Nathaniel, you know him personally as well. But uh, we was out evangelizing and he's and we talked about uh, getting in the flesh. Right. And so when we had that show and I bring that up because when we had that show with Keith Giles, it's very easy to get in the flesh because yeah. he really comes off as if he's seeking to be humble, as if he's seeking to be very loving and kind. But he hates the word of God. He hates the word of God. He doesn't love the, the God of scriptures. And so it really starts to get under your skin. But what we try to do here is even when we bring on somebody that we disagree with, we want to be able to have a rational, cordial, gracious conversation because it's not edifying if you're just constantly talking over one another. And so we've learned that's one of the things we've learned in doing the show is to try to try to to balance that to where it's actually uh edifying for the listener because if you just hear somebody talking we did a show and i thought it was a good show but it was one of those shows we had your pastor natty p mike waters oh, yeah. who, who I, I have a lot of respect for i love pastor mike i think he's very knowledgeable one of the the most knowledgeable reformed baptist guys i know and i love him i love his preaching i, I love a lot about pastor mike but he was on talking to Ricky Rolden, who is another friend of mine, but a Presbyterian, and they were kind of discussing, debating back and forth. It was a hard show to listen to because they did talk over each other. They just kept going. And so therefore it was kind of, I get it, you know, like you want to be able to kind of balance that to say, Hey, give him a second, let him finish his thought, you know, and go. And some of that had to do with the fact we were on blog talk and there was a delay. So you don't, you, you hear a pause and you think you can start going, but then the other person 
hasn't finished. And so then you start ending up hearing this back and forth. And so <clears throat> that's the one thing I think is, is nice about this platform that we're on is because while those who are listening via podcast to these episodes, they don't see, but we can see each other. And so we can kind of discern, okay, I think he's wrapping it down. I think he's coming to the end of what he's trying, finishing his thought. So we can kind of go with it. Yeah, and I think the end of the Keith Giles kind of went that way a little bit. Now, when we had Jim Thornton on shortly later, um, that wasn't a case. And I think that's like every one, you know, and I think it's something we can all think about when we interact with people, whether it's on, you know, Zoom or um, Melon, which we're using now, or even face to face on the street, you know, holding back and trying to give the benefit of the try to listen to the person and not just like listen, but actively listening to what they're saying with it. There's a there's a value for the person when we get to there. And I think that's, you know, hard to do when you get passionate. Yeah. And I think the Keith Giles, at least in the, the episode, that's kind of one episode I was on that felt like everyone kind of got out of control a little bit um, on a very passionate thing. And like you said, you know, Keith Giles kind of humble questioning everything. Um. Definitely a guy that'll deconstruct your patience. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting that you use that term because as Mike was, was speaking about that, that's kind of where I wanted to go in the fact that today, I mean, it was already there. We're talking – this Keith Giles episode was – I don't know. This is back in the 300s, 20, I think. Yeah, 300. 300 yeah. for sure, 2018. So, so, yeah, this is years ago. And yet today I'm seeing so many people – quote unquote, deconstruct their faith. I mean, how many of these artists, these Christian contemporary artists are deconstructing and walking away? The guy from DC Talk is the most recent one. And that's even a little little ways back. But the Kevin Max or whatever the guy's name was, he, he was one of the DC Talk guys. Um, he deconstructed his faith, no longer believes the orthodox views of Christianity. And, and again, a lot of times, yeah, Patriarch Price says Kevin Max. So um, thanks, Tony. So that that is kind of the what we're seeing a lot of, you know, this deconstruction, this progressive Christianity. Uh, and, and that's a sad thing to see, honestly. It, it's sad to see so many people. Now, obviously, we believe that those who walk away are not really of us. If they were, they would stay and not walk away. But we also understand there are some people who fall into seasons where they may doubt, they may struggle, and the Lord, if they truly belong to the Lord, they'll be brought back in to the fold, you know, because um, they're really never left the fold. They're just kind of maybe uh, struggling a bit. But what we're seeing a lot of these guys do is completely walk away from biblical truth, and which is telling that they never really believed that biblical truth. And I think it is telling with a lot of these artists, a lot of these mov uh, movie people. I've seen the, um, uh, the people that do the, it's the Christian Netflix you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like Pure Flix. Pure Flix. Oh, yeah, Pure Flix. Yeah. Well, I seen the they were making all these movies. That guy was in the, the God's Not Dead movie, the one who brought about this Pure Flix with his wife in different movies, and then they're getting a divorce. What do you do with Pure, Pure Flix then? It's is it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. what do you do with it? Where it belonged in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. 
But that's that's what we're seeing so much of is this deconstruction. And you run into it not only online, but at college campuses, in everyday life. Christians completely kind of walking away from the orthodox understanding of faith and, and our understanding of biblical Christianity and leaving it to this subjective it's wherever this wherever the wherever you lead with your feelings emotional you know so <clears throat> yeah think about it so kind of in light of my pastor's sermons so my pastor started preaching on um the first part of ephesians not ephesians james 2 14 through i think he went through 18 and talking about, you know, obviously there is the distinction to what James is talking about with faith and how we're, how our faith is justified by our works, not in some saving sense, but that proves that we have faith in that sense. And kind of thinking about, you know, what is true faith? Yeah. What is it? And you think of Joshua Harris, probably one of the bigger ones in recent mm. years. And it kind of gets into Galatians 2.20 um, with understanding what is our faith? What is the object of our faith? The role of our exercising of faith and God's perseverance of our faith. And it gets into really things, but yet the culture plays into it in that, you know, you have the postmodern thought. Um, I was listening to an interview with Carl Truman on his book, the rise of the modern self and the idea of, how Nietzsche, who we would probably say as Christians doesn't have influence, actually has influence on us and how we think about just how the culture in one sense and even in within Christianity, how we've thought about us as an individual. You see it more on the left, but that doesn't necessarily mean we haven't also been influenced by it especially in the rise of our own personal freedoms. What does it mean to be free? Um, and so you think about these things and it just really calls us really to show that we're in this battle. And if we don't take the armor of God on by the power of the spirit, we're going to fall. Yeah. We need the supernatural, the power of the spirit to sustain us in this world that is corrupt. And that's should be really sobering to think about it because things happen to people. And I mean, you have the parable of the sower, the cares of the world, trials, kills people's faith. It's the good soil and to think about it and to meditate on what and how that looks today is a very humbling and sobering exercise. Yeah. 
Yep, absolutely. And you brought up Galatians 2.20, so let's look at it. Because this is what the whole foundation of G220 Radio is all about. When, when G220 Radio started, um, before it started, we were Berean Boys Radio. And I say we, meaning me and another individual. Um, he ended up having to, I think we did the radio program for about, about a month and a half. Uh, we were doing the show. So that was probably about like six shows maybe we did um, as a as a radio program called Berean Boys Radio. It was, it was where I met George Alvarado because I found his book on Track Planet, which was where I was getting tracks from. And I got his book and I asked him if he'd be on the show. And then we became friends, uh, good friends. We talked on the phone for hours when I was just trying to interview him about coming on the show and finding out what he believed and certain things. And we, so we talked for a long time and became good friends and um, we had some people on during that Berean Boys days. We had J.D. Hall on at the time. I didn't even know who this J.D. Hall guy was, but the other guy that was my host was like, oh, I'm going to get this J.D. Hall guy on. Um, not somebody I would bring on the show today, but, but I mean, he was somebody that, that came on. Um, let's see, we had, uh, man, I can't even remember all the people that we had on in those small little episodes that we did. But then from there he was no longer going to be a part of it. So I didn't want to continue it as Berean boys radio, but I already had this G220 ministries going on for Galatians 2.20. And so G220 radio kind of came from that, the G220 ministries. That's why if you saw at the beginning of the show, I used the old logo of G220 radio, which was really G220 ministries old logo. And I just put G220 threw some, some microphones on it and said radio, on that because it was an extension of G220 Ministries. So what it was, was we are very evangelistic here at G220 Radio. G220 Ministries was, was created to be able to go out, share the gospel, get people together to go and, and organize these events, to go and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And then we use the radio platform as another way to evangelize or encourage encourage evangelism uh, and help edify the body through different teachings. We look at different things and different guests that we have on the program. And so um, when we do that, um, this is our, our way of using this platform to, to re reach out to other people. I'm trying to stay focused here. I'm trying to read what Tony's writing over here, but I'm also trying to stay focused. So, uh, <laughs> but um, it's just been, it's been another tool to do that. Uh, because, again, we are very evangelistic. We want to encourage people to go and evangelize. We go and preach on the streets, but we don't think everybody has to go and preach on the streets. But what we do believe is that everybody's called to share the gospel. Speaking of that, before we get into G220 uh, for Galatians 2.20, I want to share with you guys here the G220 Ministries website. Ministries.com. Again, it's G220Ministries.com. You can see that there. If you come over to the menu, right? Click down here. Actually, before that, if you'd like to support us at G220 Ministries, why is this not letting me do this? It's not letting me scroll here for whatever reason. Um, but if you if you go down here to the bottom of this page, uh, there's also ways you can help support the ministry if you'd like to. You can go to PayPal. You could do it PayPal. You could do it through Cash App. You could do it through Bonfire and purchasing a T-shirt or buy me a coffee. And any of those funds that come in, if you do that tonight, if you if you support us tonight, you can um, put in there 500th episode, 
Uh, and anything that comes in tonight for that, those donations will go specifically to this G220 radio program. Uh, and we would appreciate it if you did. Um, so when you go over here to media, if you go down here to Opacity, okay, this book right here is free for you. All you need to do is go over here and download this file. Just click on this. You can download the file. It's and you can read it here if you want, or you can download it. But this is the book that George Alvarado wrote, Apocity, the Greatest Omission. Uh, and so this is a word he coined. This is free for you if you want to get this book, read this book in PDF form. Uh, you can do that here at G220 Ministries page. All right. So now that I put that out there and shared that with our listeners, I hope you will go and download that and read that book. So Galatians 2.20, as we look at this, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so, Mike, as you was talking about, you know, putting on this armor and uh, not and, and being prepared, because what we see is a lot of these people, the object of their faith isn't necessarily Christ. I think a lot of these, as we talked about these musicians or these movie actors, is they use it as a platform to garner some fame, to gar garner some celebrity, to garner some money, you know, um, to get their, their name out there. Uh, because we've seen it with many quote-unquote Christian artists who when they garner the support, when they get enough followers, they cross over and say, oh, no, I don't want to be labeled as a Christian artist anymore. I'm just an uh, artist who's a Christian. Artist who's a Christian, yeah. And so then, therefore, they're able to move. And then you you kind of wonder, what is the object of your faith? What what, what was the purpose of using that platform to get that support or to, to build those fans? And then moving over to a secular secular side of things. Uh, and so with Galatians 2.20, uh, as you said, Paul Paul saying, like, look, I've been crucified with Christ. We Those who are in Christ, he's the object of your faith. We've been crucified with him. It's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. Now, this doesn't mean in the sense that Christ becomes us and we are Christ as some people preach. You guys have heard that, right? Some people say, well, you know, Christ, we're all little Christs because we have the spirit of Christ in us. And even Jesus had the spirit of Christ in him. I've heard Jim Thornton and other guys say that as well. Is that the guy that, is that, the guy that was like Christian? It's right there, Christian. Yes, that's him. That's that, that's that guy. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Thanks. You guys are who? He's a hoot. But yeah, so it's not it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. So it's this side of eternity. There's this life that I'm living in the flesh. And then we have this flesh that remains that is sinful. Okay. We I hear it often where we say, Oh, we've got this old nature and this new nature. They're at war with one another. The scriptures don't tell us about this old nature being at war with a new nature. The scriptures tell us that we are a new creation in Christ. We are no longer that old creation, but a new creation in Christ. And so therefore, that, that new creation in Christ, we, we are made new. No longer having that old nature, but we still have this flesh that remains. And that's the language Paul uses. We're at war with this flesh. Yeah, when you think about this verse, 
and to consider i mean i have been crucified with christ we should probably immediately think about christ's own word if you whoever chooses to follow me must deny himself pick up his pick up his cross life christ has called us to a life of crucifying ourselves um john christosom you know um early church father uh his christosom means golden mouth he was a great preacher and thinking on these things he talks about this and this may offend our presbyterian friends that this idea of that we've been crucified christ yet we live signifies our bath our baptism that we have died to sin and been raised into new life and yeah romans and to consider then what that means and even in light of what we've talked about we can baptize people with water all day and they may claim and they have a profession but have they really crucified themselves to christ do they have the faith of abraham as paul would talk about in romans 4 and to to think about what it means to be crucified to ourselves that's the great enemy that i mean that's what we are i just taught on the tower of babel on sunday in sunday school what are they trying to do they're trying to build a city and a tower and a tower um i think is supposed to be a tower of worship whether it's for god or not the text doesn't clear but it's definitely a tower and it's definitely being built to try to bring god down and the reasons they give is they want to make a great name for themselves now they get scattered on the earth they're also trying not to be scattered their language is confused they're scattered because they can't communicate but the very next chapter, chapter 12, so Tower of Babel is the beginning of chapter 11 in Genesis. Genesis chapter 12, we see Abraham leave Haran, and God gives him the promise to make his name great. Adam becomes the father of all of those who have his faith. He, in, in, one, in that sense, he crucified himself. It wasn't about him. It was about God. Mm-hmm. It was about the promises and trusting in the promises. And when we think about what Paul is saying, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. That's the call to the Christian life, to die to self and to live for Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's important, though, here, too, to note, I think, this I have been crucified. Uh, it's all. I think the, the main emphasis here is more of a passive emphasis than when Jesus uh, says, uh, "Take up your cross and follow me," or die. Uh, the die 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 to himself. 
um, so so I think right here it's I have been crucified with Christ. It's talking about what Christ has done for us. What um, in our mis mysterious union uh, with Christ mm -hmm. that um, is happening through uh, regeneration and in in faith and in in all of the application of Christ's work to us uh, as individuals. So so I have been crucified with Christ. So this this and so because we have been crucified, we daily crucify the flesh or 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 or, or put ourselves to death and and, and die daily. Um, but so important because we're still in the the indicative section of this this epistle where where Paul's saying these things are true of you this is true of me I have been crucified with Christ um yeah and, and all that you guys said 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 um it's Christ's work uh, I've been crucified with Christ I I've not been crucified in my lifetime I'm still alive I don't have stigmata uh but the crucifixion of Christ is my crucifixion because it's been been applied to me uh, by the Holy Spirit, by God, uh, in His uh, His election. And, and, and this is very important here to in the text. Um, the part of this text that gives me the most strength um, is the fact that all this was done because the Son of God loved me in particular and gave Himself. Up for me in particular, uh, he gave himself up for me and he died for me. That's what it says right there in the Bible. So, if there is ever any doubt about limited atonement or or uh, or unlimited atonement, uh, I don't know. The Bible says he died for me, definitely and particularly. So you can work around that with all kinds of manner of text to say that Jesus didn't die specifically for me, but he died and he saved me and I was crucified with him on the cross. So that's a part of the text that really derives a uh, great hope and promise to me. Yeah. And that, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. I think commentators have noted that the personal aspect, right. the, I have been crucified. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. He's not speaking of the people of God. Now there's right. verses that talk about God's salvation of a people to himself. But as you mentioned, those people are not as some would say, nameless, faceless people, right? He, mm -hmm. he knows them. And as a particular and Paul using himself as the example is showing us that particularness. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who's live. It's the spirit right. who lives in me. And we should take great comfort. It should be good comfort right. for us to consider that maybe he, we don't know everything that's going on in the mind of Christ when he's being crucified, but that from eternity past, that was the plan to die for people and to, to, and he knew those people were going to be. And like he said, well, you really can't get around it without twisting right. scripture. Bible. Yeah. And I mean, in, in, uh, the unlimited atonement or Jesus died for everybody crowd. They can't really say this with Paul. Um, 
not consistently. Uh, and then, and then a lot of times, uh, we as reformed people or Calvinists will take that limited atonement to a, like a cold doctrine. But like you said, it's like, it's a personal thing. Like people, people, uh, make fun of the, the fundamentalists or the evangelicals or whatever groups they emphasize the personal relationship with Jesus. Like, you have a personal relationship with Jesus. Like you have access. You have a personal relationship with God through Jesus. You have a personal Holy Spirit dwelling in you. This is an intimate, intimate thing in this text. There are verses, like you said, that talk about our corporate salvation. But right here, which shows how much each one of Christ's sheep is known by him and knows him and hears his voice. So I don't know. This is just such a oh, such a good text. Yeah. So good. Here's sorry. Here's a quote from John Christostom because he's awesome. You should really Rhymes. read him if you don't. Um, he says talking about this idea of the particular. Um, after explaining that, you know, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, and with all of that. He goes, moreover, this language teaches that each one justly owes a great debt of gratitude to Christ, as if he had come for his sake alone. For he would have not grudged his life condescendingly through, but for one, so that the measure of his love to each is as great as it is to the whole world. And to, to think about each one of us owe this gratitude. Yes, God died, or Christ died for his elect, but we as individuals have should have great gratitude for right. the death in which Christ took for us. Right. Yeah. And that is why G220 Radio is and G220 Ministries is all built around that verse there. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in flesh I do so. In Christ, it's it's all about Christ, and we want we want to see people look to Christ, not to G two twenty radio, not to you know. Um, again, we're not celebrity statuses. We're none of that. We we want to point people to Christ. That's what right. we want. While I was out sharing the gospel um, this week at Cleveland State University, I made this statement to these a couple of these students that i was speaking to is like i'm not out here to get you to come to my church i want you to go to church somewhere that's biblical if you come to christ my desire is to see you come to christ so you know and i'm willing to help people find a church wherever their area is um and nathaniel saw that and mike probably seen that too maybe <clears throat> where i got this message from someone saying hey I don't know how they came across G220 Ministries, but they came and said, hey, I'm looking for a church. You know, so our desire is to find a church in the area of those who are seeking one to go and learn and be discipled and identify because God works through the church. That's who God works through. It's not individual. We may disciple people, but God works through the church. And so we want to see people get involved in the church. But ultimately, we want to first see them get saved and then get into the church because they're going to have no desire within the church to be discipled or to learn things if they're not truly in Christ. We want their their the object of their faith to be Christ. And so that's what G220 Radio and Ministries is. 
is about is putting the, the focus on Christ, trying to uh, see people come to Christ, uh, knowing that we have great comfort in his sovereignty, that he saves who he's going to save, and we can rest in that. And like Paul here, we can say, hey, look, it's no longer I who live in, the, in, in this flesh, or in the flesh I live here, but it's Christ that lives in me, right? And so <clears throat> that's G220 Radio Ministries' reason for that that scripture there. Yeah, that, now, that, I mean, that, go, go ahead. that goes with the text, too. I mean, it yeah. says, I, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up up for me so that like um part of it, like a lot of deconstructionists or liberals or whatever talk about how um jesus is a good teacher or whatever but like right here in this text it it shows um he's the object of our faith he's not just an a guy he's not just um someone who's our example of love or or how to live a good life or how to love your neighbor the best like he is the one whom we are supposed to believe in. And and for those who de- deny the divinity of, of Jesus Christ, that this is another killer for that argument. Because if we if Jesus is not divine, as the Arians uh, will, will suppose, then this verse teaches idolatry because it teaches us to place our faith into Jesus Christ, who is the object of our faith. And we know from the Bible it's only proper to worship uh, the Lord God and have no other gods before him. Uh, thus, uh, this verse teaching us to worship and trust Christ is uh, teaches the divinity of Christ. It teaches so many different things, but the object of our faith—that's like you said. Uh, don't Christ died for sinners? Uh, he's the one who died for me and gave Himself up for me. I and so to draw people to myself uh, or or any number of personalities. Um, it does nothing for them because they cannot live. Uh, they they will not live this life in the flesh or live this life in the here the life in the hereafter by faith in Natty P or or Ricky Gantz the, the or or Mike Miller. They they will have have life by by Christ who loves sinners and gave Himself up for them. And I think we've seen the the what's the right word. We've seen that play out where people have put their faith in a celebrity, right. preacher, pastor, uh, speaker, evangelist, whatever it may be, and then then it leads to deconstruction. It leads to this progressive thinking, or it leads out of the faith altogether because that person falls, that person uh-huh. comes into sin, and or walks away from the walks away from their faith themselves. I just listened to a book. I bought it accidentally on on. Um, uh, what's the audible? I have this audible every month. I get a new, uh, point or credit and I get audible books. Sometimes I forget about them. And so then like, I'll have a couple of them built up and I was scrolling through and I, I kind of hit this one, uh, Elisa Childers or Childers or something like that. And it was a, a dick, a book dealing with deconstructionism yeah. and progressive Christianity. And I've heard her on some other shows and I've heard her speak against progressive Christianity and whatnot. Um, yeah, I accidentally bought a book. I, I I was flipping through it and I hit the buy the credit with one click. Providentially and, bought a book. Yeah, providentially. So not accidentally. Accident. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> let's not get technical here. No, let's <laughs> let's be technical. But um, and when I listened to it, 
she was saying in it that she came into heard this really good speaker uh, pastor that they went into this church and he pulled her and a bunch of other people into this group. And it was basically a process of deconstruction. And he said he was an agnostic, hopeful, hopeful agnostic. This guy was her her pastor. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then a lot of these people in that group, they come out of that. They're into this more deconstruction or just walk away from the faith. But we see that. Correct. I mean, we see these people who follow a celebrity status. And then when they fall, what do you have? Because your object of your faith was not Christ. Whereas if the object of your faith is Christ and you're following somebody like let's we, we talked about Mark Driscoll a few weeks ago. There are many things that Mark Driscoll said when he was, quote unquote, reformed or said he was reformed that a lot of us would have agree, agreed with. You know, he took those strong stances where he was manly and spoke like a man and, and called things out. And he did. There's a lot of things he did that was 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 off, too. But I mean, he, he did those things. And so it was appealing to people. But when he fell you also seen a lot of people fall too. But there are still people within that that didn't fall because their faith wasn't in Mark Driscoll. It wasn't in Mars Hill Church. It was in Christ. And so those people are able to withstand a fall of a leader, even though it's it's sad to see you hate to, excuse me, you hate to see those things happen, but their faith wasn't in that celebrity or that charismatic individual. It was in Christ. And so when those things happen, their faith doesn't go with it. Yeah, I think it's important when we consider it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. And then in chapter 4, verse 6, Peter explains who is this person. It's the spirit of Christ. Paul. We see in Romans, or Paul. So I was looking at something else. Um, And then Paul in Romans 8, the beginning of 8, you know, the spirit's in us testifies to us it really shows and even in paul here being justified that the power is from outside of us if we try to in a sense what the the tower the people in shiner were doing when they built the tower at babel When we try to work our way to heaven, it's as if we try to bring God down to us or we, Mm. and I was just reading that verse in Romans today, who will ascend to heaven. Yeah. And yet what we see is God descends to us to bring us up, to look at it. And he doesn't leave us alone. He gives us the spirit. Jesus told us he was going to send the spirit. This is the spirit of Christ. This is, in one sense, this what makes us the heavenly temple. That Christ dwells in us. And, you know, there's power there. Um, Philippians talks about it. And to work out our salvation, knowing that it is God that is working within us. Mm-hmm. And there is this grasp for what does it mean to have faith? I mean, this is what Galatians is about. What does it mean to have faith? What does it mean to have the gospel? Is it upholding the law? Is it doing the law perfectly? 
or is it something else? And here, Paul is telling us it's not the works of the law that saves us. Right. It's faith. Yeah, I mean, and with that faith, we receive a guarantee, as you would write in Ephesians, of the Holy Spirit. And consider how that is. I mean, we have an interview. We haven't that George did. We haven't released it. It's someone I know. I went to school with at Liberty who has left the faith. And I've never, I haven't listened to it yet. It may be still on zoom. I don't know. Um, not that my shit, my faith would be shaken, but just the thought of it makes, um, just makes me sad. Mm -hmm. And the question is like others, why him? What, what's that thing? Why, why would this, who, you know, by all, by all worldly accounts is a good person. What would cause him to lose his faith? And ultimately what the scripture says, and in one sense, he was trying on his own and didn't have the spirit on him. And that should really drive us to our knees in prayer that the spirit would testify to our spirit that we're born of God. Yeah. Yep. And that's the, the sad reality. We always hate to see someone who walks away from the uh -huh. faith, who, who no longer confesses the orthodox beliefs of Christianity, but deconstructs or walks away completely into atheism or agnosticism or whatever they want to call it, uh, but ultimately leaving Christ. Um, and it's always sad to see. But that's why we here at G220 Radio, again, we want to encourage, edify, build up, challenge. Uh, that's what we want to do here on the program. Now, as we're getting ready to close down here, uh, there's a few things that I did put out there that we would kind of talk about here on the program is, is just, did you know that G220 Radio was once, or it once became a network? Uh, we had a network here on G220 Radio, and I, I don't even remember how far back this was. I even had to really try to think through who I, I knew who was there and, and the thing was making all kinds of racket over there. Sorry, but it's I, just, I'm, I'm about to burn up in this house. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, we, we had a network and, and I had to really think about the names of some of the shows that were on there. And some of them, I don't even remember. Um, but I know we had like tongue waggers. That one I do yeah. know. Cause that was Mike. That was the introduction of Mike to the, the, the G220 radio family. Um, but we had a network. This was before Creation like, revival. Yeah, yeah, I, that was one I had to. I knew it was Creation, but I was like, what was it called? Uh, creation Revival was one that was on there. And then we had um, Christ the Rock Church was on there. We would play their their sermons. Uh, we had uh, we had April Chapman give us one podcast. She was going to do more, and then she got pulled away with family and business and stuff that she couldn't give provide any others. But um, those were the ones I think that we had. 
I think that ser- was it. You had some other we had sermons. Also sermons. Yeah, we did yeah. have sermons. Um, we had sermons on there. I would try to play sermons of the week or you know, sermons that I thought were biblically sound, solid uh, sermons to put them out there. And so I was trying to do those things as well. But it was kind of trying to, again, use the platform that we had on Blog Talk at the time to bring along some of the individuals that I shared the gospel with on the streets and allow them to have a platform to kind of talk about those things that are uh, important with them as well, like or theologically as they, they would want to discuss. And so we had that. <clears throat> uh, we had that uh, on there as well. And so that's just man, that was that was a while ago. And uh, <clears throat> and then it just kind of went from G220 Radio Network back to G220 Radio because people went in different directions and whatnot or got busy. And so tongue waggers really stuck around, but it was, you guys got to a point where you guys wasn't, weren't even really putting out any episodes. And then Mike transitioned over here to G220 radio. Yeah, we had lots of ideas and this little thing called time always got in the way. Um, I know. It just feels like it just keeps marches on with no regard to anyone else. And so, yeah, I think we were going to talk about, and maybe we could do a GT20 radio on this, is like textual criticism, like all out technical, as technical as George and I could be on um, biblical criticism. What does it entail? How do we do it? theories on it um because this plays in king james onlyism mm-hmm. oh, contains yeah, information about how we know that the english translations we have accurately reflect what was original and inspired and we had others probably one of the a show that was most interesting that I didn't think was going to be interesting was our show on cussing. And, oh, yeah, that was a good show. You know, the, just the research that I did in it, uh, kind of on the um, linguistic, the linguistical aspects of cussing, why we do it, the different um, reasons and and different levels of cuss words. And to think about even about language differently um, was interesting. And the reason I was part of it, I don't know if I said this, is because my Hebrew teacher used to teach us a little linguistics in learning Hebrew. And that I guess that was good enough for George, who went to school to be a linguist, for me to join the pot to have a podcast with him. Yeah. And since I only know biblical Greek and Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. So that was part of the network. It was a great uh, little time period that we had there on G220 Radio. Again, trying to give other brothers and sisters, one sister, a platform with on G220 Ministry or Radio's platform to kind of have their own show and was kind of like building a a little bit of a network right there. Uh, But it's a lot of work. It was a lot of work trying to do that. And one, we didn't have like a website for it or anything like that. And, uh, uh, and then it just kind of eventually moved into going back to just G220 Radio by itself solely. And uh, then another thing that I threw up here that I wanted to, to speak on was uh, how many hosts have we had on this program? Because we've seen people, 
I have seen people, many people come and go. I remember when I first got started out, other than the, the guy that was hosting with me with Berean Boys Radio, who wasn't a part of G220 Radio at all, um, but I had an individual, Chris Fox, uh, who came in and he was going to kind of do some shows with me and um, that kind of fell through. And then uh, he was unable to continue to do the show. We had Juan Nieto come on for a period of time where he was a part of the uh, co-host and part of the show with me. And then he started to go to the master seminary online and take classes and got so bogged down again with time. It was so much with time. Uh, George Alvarado, who's, who again, uh, sent his love to us. He's even commented here uh, with G220 radios uh, still on G220 radio uh, as an admin. Um, Cause he commented and it said G220 radio was commenting. And so um, he was unable to continue because of time and Natty P who's down here was, was with us as well. And he's not been able to, to be with us all the time because of time. And so we consider him a friend of the show. He comes on every once in a while with us. Um, and then Mike obviously here who's come on and he's really been, been sticking around and even carrying the show when I haven't been able to, when I've been sick or unable to, to make it, Mike pops in there and uh, hosts the show all by himself. And so uh, I've really been blessed to have a different group of guys that have come along and, and the ones that are sticking it out right now and, and able to do that. Uh, it's just been, it's just been a blessing to have and continue to keep it going. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to continue to keep it going for another 500 you know, and ultimately, yeah. one of the things me and George had talked about many times in the past was it ultimately is leaving a legacy. Maybe not so much for people that don't know us, but for our own families. So that my daughter, my sons, they can look at this and say, in 10 years, 15 years, should it still be available, you know, depending on where the internet goes and where our liberties allow us to listen to things. Um, that they would be able to look back and see the things that I had spoke on, to see the things that I talked about, the things that were important to me as a believer, which should all would be should be important to all of us as believers to have that focus upon Christ, completely on Christ. And we can disagree about certain theological points so long as we agree on those essentials of the faith. You know, we can have disagreements over those other things, but it's important and we want them to know it's important to us. And that's why we, we do that. Another thing I kind of threw out there as like a, a cliffhanger, so to speak is, um, oh, I once was called by an individual after a show that we did. Uh, this was before these guys was part of the show with me. The next day, this individual called me and said, when are you going to correct what you said on last night's show? And, um, this individual was referring to, and I did this with Nathaniel earlier because I talked to him, but when I say, Mike, to you, let me say, if I say to you, if I'm explaining a rapture and then a seven-year tribulation period followed by a thousand-year millennial reign, what the uh, eschatology uh, position would you say that was? Depends before the 1800s or after. Well, you tell me, Mike, because <laughs> there wasn't anything before the 1800s with a rapture, seven year period of tribulation. Yeah, Tony's got it down there. Yeah. I know what and you're talking about. Just on that aspect, 
Andrew Rappaport gave me a call and said, when are you going to correct what you said? Because I said, we were going through a series of end times positions when it comes to the millennial. So I had, I had it planned out. We was going to have, we had an amillennial on, we had Moses uh, Flores come on as the amillennial and he explained it from an amillennial position. Then we had, which was covenantal, post-millennials covenantal, historic pre-mills covenantal. The only one not covenantal is the Dipsy. Dipsy. Dispy. Sorry. Dispy. Yeah. Dispy. Like dispensation. Dispy. 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 Yeah. And so um, I was speaking on, we did an overview show before we got to each of those individual episodes. And we just kind of gave an overview. Rich Gary is another guy who I said, uh, missed who came on and, and hosted a few shows with me as well but he was with me on this show where we were kind of explaining an overview of these different positions and we said the dispensational end times position is this seven-year ra- or seven-year tribulation that is preceded by this rapture unless it's a mid-trib or a post-trib but it's still kind of developed as it was this pre-millennial or this pre-trib and i said so this is a dispensational position and so what he was saying was when are you going to correct what you said last night on the show dispensationalism is not an end times position it's a uh, a hermeneutic it's a, a understanding of, of a theological system and i said yes based upon an end times view which is where dispensationalism comes from it comes from this view which i find i find this interesting i, I don't believe this makes our dispensational brothers and sisters heretics okay but I find it interesting that during the, that, that period of time, Mormonism came about. There was a lot of emphasis on the end times. Mormonism came about. You got Jehovah Witnesses coming about. You got Seventh-day Adventists coming about. Um, Christian scientists. Christian scientists. The Millerites then come from, you know, you got all these things starting to come about in this period where there's this big emphasis on end times, what's going to happen. All these revivals going around. And dispensationalism comes from that same period it just doesn't again something coming late doesn't necessarily make it wrong but um i i i I just find some problems it's problematic i find some problems with dispensationalism but it is built upon an end times system because the power courts were having these revivals and they were having these these end times talks and people were coming and then you got darby uh and so many of these things uh were going going on that then led to this system being developed around this end times position. And you can thank Darby. You can thank Schofield for that. And then it developed. Had had a dream, you know, that's the whole thing was about that little girl's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Woke up and said she had a dream about the rapture and they're like, Oh my gosh, let's see if the rapture is in the Bible. Yeah. Now I said Andrew Rappaport's name twice on the show. That's third time I said it, but I'm only saying that because it was just some history to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing there. Um, just saying, hey, look, th- these things are are interesting to me within the show. You know, of of some history, some things that I can remember and I thought about, think about as we we're preparing for uh, tonight's episode. Some other things I thought were were interesting from our history. I mean, we've had so many guests on the program. The one thing about G220 Radio, as we consider the fact that we have real conversations with real people in real time about spiritual things, is the fact that I've had on the program people that are well-known in theological circles, people that are well-known within uh, um, music industry, so to speak. I mean, we've had some Christian rappers on the program, like Kurt Kennedy, whose real name is Kurt Allen. Uh, we've had Chris Jones on the show before. Uh, we even had Second Chance on the show, um, who 
sadly, in that sense, he's kind of another one of those guys who ended up, you know, forsaking the faith. Um, we've had some of those. We had Jasmine Lachey on the show, who who was very became well known on the on one of KB's albums. And so there, there's, or maybe it was Triple E. I think it was KB. I think it was KB. But uh, so we've had some some people on the show. But the one thing also, because we're not celebrity seekers, we've had people that nobody's ever heard of on the program. One of the things we love to do is to highlight other evangelistic ministries that maybe some people haven't heard of, but we want to point people to so that they would be encouraged by them as well. So we've had a, a, a large number of people on the program. We've had authors on the program. We had Ray Rhodes come on to talk about Susan or Susanna, the, the book there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we've had uh, we have another author coming on the show on the 19th to tell us about the Old Testament canon. Um, but we've we've had authors on the program. We've had so many different uh, people on the show. We've had people that are not Christians on the show. Uh, I've had a co-worker on the program before who's a oneness Pentecostal. Very nice guy. Wonderful guy. I would consider him a friend. I enjoy, uh, you know, getting or being around him at work and whatnot. But uh, I've told him I don't believe he's a brother. He's come on the show and we've talked about uh, oneness mm-hmm. versus Trinitarian. I've had a couple shows with him and then I brought him on so that you guys could talk to him as well to kind of try to maybe say something that I couldn't get across, you know, but uh, we've had a lot of different shows with a lot of different people and looking forward to having a lot more. Yeah. I think about um, Jehovah witness series. I did. And it was just fun plans that I've had that have just died again because of time. Um, including, um, <laughs> more produced content uh where um you know more not lecture but kind of sh- um instructional videos um i've had planned for a while and i have kind of it cursed out how to study our bible like what does it mean how does that work what good sources and how do you do it cheaply? That's always a good question. Um, I wish I can just record it sometime. Just mm-hmm. you don't have time, but just having that, you no know, plans for the future for G two twenty radio, um, to like in this way, to help Christians to better understand their Bibles. Essentially, is what happens every week here how to be someone who can evangelize with intelligence and there's obviously so much we can do we're limited time limited with funds we're mostly self-supported or actually we are self-supported um in our different ways and god has provided in that way but I think even at like 500 to think about what we can do in the future mm-hmm. and to create good content yeah, and to continue to talk about things like impassibility and to discuss that in ways that helps people to better understand the God that we serve. Yeah. 
And I, I think as you said that, I think one of the things that has been, that has helped us in helping other people in, in some of the feedback that I receive is that when we're speaking on some of these topics, it's understandable. I'm not a, like, I'm not somebody who speaks in such a deep kind of way that so academic that like people don't understand what I'm saying. You know, my wife is constantly correcting my grammar. Right. But at the same time, what, what I'm, what I've seen is people understand what we're breaking down and how we're, how we're, how we're conveying it so that they can walk away with a better understanding of a theological point. And that's what we desire to do here at G220 Radio. We desire to use this platform as one to glorify God. Most importantly, that's what we want to do is glorify God. Two, we enjoy talking about theological things. I don't. I, I find it strange when I run into Christians who just think we should get rid of doctrine or theology and just just focus on the love of Jesus. How do you do that? That focusing on the love of Jesus is doctrine. Yeah, it's it's theology. <clears throat> so. We enjoy those conversations. We enjoy it. I was watching Nathaniel's face there earlier before he, his, his uh, screen kept freezing up and frozen right now. But um, I was watching it when Mike was explaining something and just seeing the like, oh, yeah, like finding it. Like because when I'm listening to you guys or we have a guest on, there's there's things that I'm learning. And hopefully there's things that you guys are learning when we have some of these guests come on the program and are explaining stuff to us. And I, I think of that as when our guests are our, not our guests, but are those that are listening are watching the program and they're hearing things explained in such a way that they get it. They grasp it. They understand what we're saying, because I, I, I know for me, I've listened to some guys that are very academic and sometimes it's over my head. I have to go back and listen a couple times and be like, OK, now I get what he's saying. Right. Yeah. And so we want to be. Uh, biblical. We want to to use words that are biblical words to kind of help people, but we also speak in a way that we're trying to convey it to to everybody so that they can understand. And I've seen this firsthand in my conversations at the college, because some of those college students, when you get into talking about biology and evolutionary processes and all these things, while I don't agree with evolution. Like some of the things they're talking about, I don't know. I didn't go to school for that. I don't know what you're talking about. But when it comes to the Bible, I've explained things in such a way where I've already had multiple times where students have said to me, from a reformed reformed perspective of theology, they've said to me, nobody's ever explained it like that. And I wasn't saying anything new than what reformed theology has taught right? About what the scriptures say. And they said, nobody's ever explained it like that, you know? And so we, and I'm not trying to do it on some level where it's so academic and they probably would understand it at the college, but I'm not trying to do it in such a level where it's so, it's just, here it is. This is what I'm laying out. I'm not that smart. I'm not that educated, you know, when it comes to, you know, having some uh, degrees from, from college. But what we want to do is preach the word of God, help it be understandable. Listen to the person as I'm teaching in Sunday school right now at our church, I'm teaching through world religions and I'm constantly reminding the people in my church, we have to listen to the people we're engaging with. We might have an understanding of what we think their theology believes or their, their religion believes, but we still need to listen, not listen so that we can think, Oh, I I got the next argument that I want to throw at what they're saying. No, listen and hear what they're saying. 
and be gracious then in your response, but also now you're able to respond to them accurately, you know? Yeah. Got nothing. That's good. Okay. So that is uh, G220 Radio's 500th episode. I know tonight, I mean, we really was just kind of reminiscent uh, about the past and where we want to go here in the future. Again, if you'd like to help support G220 Radio, we would love and appreciate your support. Anything that you would uh, donate, you could do that by going to g220ministries.com. Again, that's g220ministries.com. And if you in the, the notes section of wherever you choose to donate, if you do, just put G220 Radio 500 and uh, that will then go specifically to this program. Like Mike said, it all comes out of our pocket. We're, we're going to continue to do it until we can't do it anymore. We don't seek to try to find monthly supporters unless you want to support us monthly, but we don't seek to try to do those things. But any little bit that you are able to give, if you feel led to do so, uh, it will help us in continuing to do the work that we've been doing and, and as, as well as maybe even doing some, some more things with it. So uh, if you feel led, like I said, you can do that. Uh, Natty P, thanks for joining us. Uh, as Patriotic Podcast has made it known, we know we are past your bedtime. Um, so <laughs> I had a blast. I lost track of time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, we are. Something's <clears throat> wrong with my house. It's like it gets hot. It's freezing outside, but it's like blazing in here, and I don't even have the heat on. So that's yeah. some of the racket, you know. But I had a blast. I love. Okay, so so one more reminisce. Sure. Uh, what we was doing with the the uh, looking at that text. That's my favorite episodes we do. Is looking at looking at the Bible and discussing it. And I uh, guess that's my favorite. So um, favorite to be a part of and everything. And I don't know. I is it's good to be back for 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 a day. Be in my old office. Yeah. Yeah, those are definitely some of the the great episodes that we've had is just opening the Bible and going through it. And we've completed a few series. There's some un, still undone series that we we've still we're going to finish the 1689. We are going to finish it. Um that's probably the next one finished on the list that we will get to and then we're going to go back to Proverbs at some point. Um probably won't start any other books of the Bible uh, until we finish Proverbs, but uh I think we are doing some good some good things and we've got some good things planned and coming ahead. I've got some, some guests in mind. We've got some topics that we're going to probably be looking into me and Mike will be talking about. And uh, we've got a lot of opportunities because you never run out of anything when you're dealing with the word of God. There's mm -hmm. always, always something to talk about. Even in the episodes where we may have covered something, we can always come back and find other things that we never even thought about. And that's the wonderful thing about the Word of God. That's why you can have a pastor to preach through the whole New Testament and then come back and start to preach through it again. Even that pastor is going to find things that he didn't preach that first time he went through it. So, I mean, that's the, the again, it's the living Word of God, the living Word of God. So, and that is one of the other things too, real quick, and then we will end it. The 1689 series has been one of my favorites because yeah, we corrected the Westminster Confession of Faith. There you go, Patriarchy Podcast. That's what my church believes for sure. Yes. I think it's Tony's churches too, so. Yeah, he's he's homeless too. Yeah. Yeah. We continued the Reformation. Yeah, we continued it. All right. Well, that's been G220 Radio for tonight. I hope you did enjoy the program. 
Uh, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerned, email us at G220Ministries. No, excuse me. Email us at G220Radio at gmail.com. Again, that's G220Radio at gmail.com. And we would love to uh, respond to any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms that you may have, uh, because we do get those too. Uh, so if you um, have anything, you can email us there. Uh, if you have any show suggestions, anything you'd like to see us cover, uh, again, g220radio at gmail.com. Until next time, that's been G220 Radio. God bless and good night.